Hey y'all, welcome to Spike Sugar, or I'll say welcome back for those of you who have listened before. And I know it's been a while, so this feels completely random. It's kind of like WTF, where have I been? But I'll be sure to explain that another day and another time. Let's just say I've been adulting in my 30s. That's the theme of the show because that's what I do in real life. And I'm sure many of you can relate. Sometimes it gets a little wild and sometimes it's not that it's wild. You just like, you need a minute and nothing's wrong. Things have been going well. I'm super excited to share with you guys when I get time. But as for today, today's topic and this random episode is It was inspired by a conversation that I had with my friend earlier this week, and I'm hoping that it can encourage someone. So the title is called The Wrong Way Home, and it's basically about being stuck versus being lost and just getting out of that space altogether. So let's get into it. Y'all, in this like two second break, I realized that I probably could never do a video podcast one I'm not the type that can like look dead into a camera constantly I feel like my eyes always are like shooting up into the sky when I'm thinking and it's just not cute and two my hands are flailing everywhere and for those of you who are new here like I record this podcast in my closet because everywhere else in my house is like madness so one I can't record it because I'm also like in this closet that's not big It's not really a walk-in, it's like a step-in, you know, like that little L-shaped step-in. Anyway, I digress. I just had that quick little moment while I was like having this break in between like the little song and I'm like, yo, this (laughs) could never be a thing, videotaping yourself. But anyway, okay, so let's get into this topic, like being stuck versus being lost and all that stuff. Okay, so I was having a conversation with my friend the other day. And she's in a space that many people find themselves in in life. Like sometimes, you know, maybe once or twice a decade or some people maybe once or twice a year. Okay, now she wasn't lost. She was stuck. But here's the thing. She acted and spoke as if she was lost because, in my opinion, she was stuck for so long. Now, what does it mean to be stuck? When you're stuck, you're unable to move from a particular position or place or unable to change a situation, right? Simple. You can't go anywhere. Now, some synonyms for that include trapped, caught, immobile. Like, you get it, immobile. You can't move. Now, to be lost, when you're lost, you're unable to find your way. You don't know your whereabouts, right? Now, can people get stuck because they were lost? Yes, But staying stuck over time becomes a decision. Even if you were lost, if you stop trying to find your way, you've chosen your new destination. Now, your new destination, if it's not where you want to go, yet you have chosen like that as your new destination, you've chosen to be stuck. If you're not where you want to be and you're no longer trying to find your way, you're stuck. Lost means you want to head in a certain direction, but you're either misguided or uninformed, right? But there's a desire to be somewhere. Like you want help. You want to go, okay? But when you're stuck and make a home out of being stuck, you put the map down, you stop yelling for help, you're home. 
Now, if you don't like your home, your environment or who you are in that space, then you have to dislodge yourself, right? So you have to say, all right, I got to get out of this. I have to unstuck myself. (laughs) You have to force yourself out of being stuck. You have to literally like in your mind, destroy that home that you've created for yourself in that place that you don't want to be for your own benefit. Now, if you don't, dislodging yourself or somebody even helping to dislodge you won't even matter because you'll return back to that same place because you made a home out of it. You'll go back to being stuck because you're not lost. You're stuck. Anyway, now back to my friend. So another reason I keep saying she's stuck and not lost. So like I know her. I've known her. And I have to say I know her and I've known her because like to know someone previously doesn't mean that you're familiar with who they are like today or who they want to be tomorrow. Right. You knew them in the past. And there's a lot of people that may have known you in the past or they knew you previously. And some of these people you still (laughs) hang out with today, but they haven't made an effort to continue to learn the new you, learn you as you grow, as you evolve, as you just you've changed Some of it has just been natural change. Some of it has been super intentional. And sometimes it's really hard, not just with people who used to know us, because if you used to know us, if you and you haven't been in our space in a time, I'm sorry, if you used to know me or if I used to know you and we haven't been around each other in a while, there's usually some like intentional catching up. Right. But people who have just been around us and they have just grown accustomed to who we were who we've been for so long, it's really hard for them to be convinced that there's even a new person that exists, right? It's it's tricky, but I just wanted to make the case that I've known her previously and I still know her today. Like I've been keep I've been keeping up, right? And so the interesting thing is is that who she says she wants to be tomorrow or today is the exact person that she used to be. She she doesn't even recognize it like she's telling you like what she wants for herself like it's brand new information like it's a new revelation like it literally fell from the sky and then she's acting as if she's like lost and doesn't know how to get there now I definitely think a little bit of it is like just due to life lifing like life happening because when she told me this. I was just like, you know, but that's who you already were. But you put her away into the shadows and I thought like you just decided to change and you were cool with that. So like as I went down memory lane explaining how she was already that girl that she wants to be, she then realized I was right. And then I realized that she didn't change her mind about what she wanted out of life. Like I figured and, you know, which would totally be okay. She just got stuck like Life kept lifing with her, right? It took a lot from her. It, she, she did a lot of grieving. And it took things, like the things that it took from her, it's not within her control, especially like death and things like that and like layoffs and stuff like that, right? So these are things that she could not control and it caused great grief. But the thing is, is that it took so much and it affected her so much that she just kind of got numb and she got numb to the point where she couldn't even feel herself giving so much away. Like whatever she had left, whatever life didn't take from her, 
some of what a lot of what she had left, she just kind of like gave it away or at least put it down. Right. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, well, you know, that's why you have to be in therapy and everything else and get some help. She is a certified counselor. She knows exactly what to do. She knows the dangers of making a home out of trauma and grief and dissatisfaction. That's the thing. People are people like to know something scientifically, to know what you should do doesn't always translate to action, especially when you're in a space like she's in right now. She's stuck. She's not lost. When you go to therapy, you're trying to find your way. It's an action to actually go. You're taking an action, right? You're you're trying to get to a certain place. She's not in that space. And even when she has gotten help right now because she's stuck mentally is in one ear and out the other. It does not matter. Like if you have a therapist, it does not matter if you are not in the right space. Like going to a therapist is not like an automatic fix. Like you have to be an active participant in your own healing. They are not healers. This isn't like a magician. They're not going to like wave a wand and then boom, you have to be in the right space. (laughs) You know what? This is a sidebar. This is why when, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys before, but I've had someone tell me like they talked to their therapist about me and like basically the therapist told them how they should handle me. And I'm like, but you're a liar. And I don't know if your therapist caught on to that, but I'm sure she didn't get the whole story from you. So (laughs) that's my own other gripe. Like, you know, when you're trying to resolve something with other people or you're talking to your therapist about other people, I'm like, wouldn't it be beneficial if both people were there so that they can see the dynamic, they can really understand the chemistry and they can really help you resolve and give you tools? Because someone who doesn't know me, that's going off of your side of the story, but is telling you how to handle me. Mm -hmm. Nah, never. You got to keep that to yourself. You try your own tools out. But once you tell someone like somebody gave me something to work, (laughs) to work with you or work or to like shut you down or whatever else, it doesn't work like that. Because mentally now I'm like, like WTF, what have you been telling her? You just try your tools on your own or you try them with me without telling me like somebody told you you were right. Like that's not mm -mm. because I'm like that for this particular person I'm like she didn't know you were a liar anyway <laughs> okay side note back to back to what I was saying so she's a certified counselor she knows exactly what to do right now most people don't realize there's something going on with her because she's able to function and it's and it seems like she's okay but I know her Like, we used to live together. So we've seen each other without, like, the keep it cute mask on, right? We've been able to truly, like, we can look at each other and be like, "Mm -mm, something ain't right. Even if you're telling me it is, something is not right. And so when I asked her, she let me know my suspicions were correct. Something isn't right, but she was just feeling, like, a little lost. And I'm like, nah, is more than that. She was just like, oh yeah, it's been like for the last, like, let's say a couple of months. And I'm like, I hate to break it to you, but it's actually been the last couple of years. And that was like a whole thing. And that's another word. It's like, you never know how long you've been in a place sometimes when you just completely like stop trying, like time can get away from you. And sometimes you'll be like, okay, maybe, well, it hasn't been that long and everything else. And you keep telling yourself that and you think it's been a couple of months and it's actually been 
a couple of years. And by a couple, I mean like it was like five. And I had like the notes and the receipts to prove it. And I wasn't trying to like break her down, but I wanted her to really realize like what happened. Maybe like you do need to go talk to somebody because there's been a true breakdown because like I can earmark certain things, right? Or bookmark certain things. Now, towards the end of the conversation, I encouraged her to share more about her unique path because she speaks like people are always inviting her out to speak and everything else and because right now she's just trying to like come off like she has it together sometimes there's a little bit of disconnection and I was just saying like oh maybe you should share your personal story you know because I know a lot of speakers say like that's what helps them to better connect with the audience and then she asked me my story what story do I have to tell what's my story y'all I was shocked, like real life sad. And I realized like not only is she stuck, but she probably buried her spirit a little bit because this is someone that had finished a first draft of her autobiography in 2014. That's nine years ago. She literally documented her story and now when you encourage her to share some of her story, she doesn't even know what story she has to tell. You have, I, uh, I don't, it made me sad because then I'm like, did I miss this? And you know, it's not always your responsibility to keep an eye on someone so much that, you know, to keep this from happening because you know, that person, if they don't want you to see that part of themselves, they will continue to pretend as if they are okay or do what they need to do so no one will be worried. Like, some people really don't want anybody's help at that moment. They're comfortable where they are. However they got there, they might not have the energy to try to do more or different. So, you know, if you know someone that's going through this, like, I definitely say don't feel bad or like you miss something or you're a bad friend or a bad spouse or bad daughter or friend or like whatever because you know you you have your own things that are going on your own emotions and sometimes it's really hard and you don't want to be you don't want to pick a person apart because they may just be having a bad day or a bad couple of months and a lot of people can self-regulate um, a lot of things do solve themselves but sometimes you know if you're not in the person's orbit in the same way or you might have something going on, you can blink and it will be years and this person has been like on a slope, declining. I just want you guys to know that you, your life, your experiences, that's your story. Like if you're listening to this, that just means you have some complete chapters, but you still have a lot more of your story to learn, like to discover for yourself. Your life hasn't ended and that's inspiring to me, at least I think it is, because you can keep learning and writing your story with your daily decisions, hope, even if you need to restore hope, and desire, even if you need to create new desires, right? Like, your story is so important. It's your influence. Your story can help save lives, relationships, communities. It can help restore someone's self-esteem. It can guide someone's careers. Like, the things that you've been through may help someone else to, like, not go through what you've been through, right? Um, it can also help to trigger brilliance in other people. Planting seeds or giving them something that, like, a little bit of runway, 
that can really change people's entire lives. Like being you and not giving up on you and then sharing you, like that's a true gift to the world. And you don't have to be like older than someone, wiser than someone, have a certain platform. You don't have to like be from a certain place for your story to matter. We all have like specific people that we will encounter where we will really bless their lives. And I know this personally because there have been people that I've seen once and we've had random conversations and I can recall those conversations to this day. And it's like, bless my life. Like, like it's blessed my life so much. I've, it's, and it's almost just like, whoa, like it was so powerful. And you know what? The funny thing is a lot of times I didn't even want to have the conversation and I think I've told this story before, like sitting next to me on the Amtrak between D.C. and New York or like on an airplane. And you're like, why are you talking to me? And then the next thing you know, blessed. Anyway, so sharing you is a gift and not giving up on you is a gift, not just to yourself, but to other people in this world. Now, you wanting to truly be happy and not just complying and being stuck, that has to be enough for you. And I say that has to be enough for you because you're not going to always have all the answers. You're not going to know like every step of the way. You're not going to know everything that needs to happen. You're not going to always have all of the resources. You just have to want to be happy or want something different enough to try it. And that's perfection. Want to me, wanting it enough to like keep trying is perfection. You might get tired, you might need to take a breather, but you get back to it because you don't want to go the wrong way home. So back to what I said the topic was and you know, the stuck and lost in the wrong way home. When I say going the wrong way home, by that I mean uh, by that I don't mean that you're headed in the wrong direction. I mean that you're headed towards a place that doesn't serve you, but you may have settled in. For you personally, That space is a wasteland. You may have called it home, but it does not do anything for you. It does not serve you. It does not feed you. It does not help you. It does not hear you. Like it is nothing. So if you're stuck and you made a home out of being stuck, you need to move. Like make a new home. Even if you get lost along the way, that's fine. It happens. That's life. You rather keep getting lost heading towards where you want to be than staying stuck in a home that was never yours to begin with. And if you do that, you'll really have a story to tell. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. I just wanted to share that because someone not even knowing what story they have to tell, it's like you're not even tapped into you. And to me, that's sad. Like we hear other people's stories all the time and because they're telling their story in a nice package way because you hear them giving it on a platform that doesn't mean that it's more valid than yours and that doesn't mean that they have special powers we all have the ability to keep going and I know it's hard but I know you can do it this has been today's spike sugar episode I definitely look forward to catching up with you guys later (laughs) 